0: So for this episode, I'm going to interview Emily on her dating life since she became nomadic. I am so excited for this episode because I'm genuinely curious. I actually, we've never really caught up about this. I've just heard snippets about how dating in Singapore is not awesome for you. And you're like not into it. And you want to move to San Francisco to find your type of person. So let's just start. We met because of your ex. So the first day I met him, I also met you because he brought me to your birthday party. We talk about this in our like opening episode on how we met. And that's pretty much all I know about your dating life because I was kind of there for the year and a half or so that you two dated and then we separated. So Let's just get started. Why don't you just walk us all through your dating (laughs) history?
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Yes. Well, without revealing too much. Just kidding. Oh, I won't say names, obviously. But I think after that first ex, I had dated someone a little bit more seriously in San Francisco for roughly like eight to nine months. I don't know if you know who this is. I literally forgot. I, I think you told me when I was back in 2019 and we like went out.
0: And you were like, oh, I was dating. So I don't I don't remember him. Not important guy. So yeah,
1: (laughs) I mean, there's everyone in this history context is not important. But I'll give you like an idea of like, what it's like. But the second one, he was actually a really good guy. But we parted due to more religious differences, as well as like, I was leaving for Singapore. And I didn't like it just didn't make sense to do long LDR. And LDR is really hard, especially when like, I don't know. Like if you haven't been together for maybe 2 to 3 years, then it's just harder to keep that going. But he was very catholic and I am more spiritual. Like I think I more lean towards like Buddhism values and he brought up things that were a little bit like red flag for me like, you know, going to church on Fridays and Sundays. I feel like th- these were things that would have affected like our future. Fridays too? Yeah. Fridays, Sundays. Really good guy, though. And I could tell based on how he treated his little sister, how he treated his mom. I think one of the indicators actually I look for now is like how he treats the woman in his life and how he speaks of them. Like that just shows so much in general. So after that relationship, I moved to Singapore, right? I was in Singapore for three, almost three years, actually. And I just want to give you like the lay of the land of like the dating scene in Singapore. It's very incestuous. So it's very small. The expat community knows Everyone like I will know someone of someone second degree connection, third degree connection. You have like two groups of people. One is like the expat community where like they're all very transient. They're going to be moving in and out. They're probably here for either two to three years and then they're off to the next place. A lot of them are in their early 20s or mid 20s, have a lot of exposable income. A lot of them don't save actually, which is like pretty frightening. (laughs) But they are just there for a good time, not a long time. Wait, early 20s? early 20s have expendable income they get paid a lot more than the locals actually yeah i've noticed that especially if they work for like kpmg like one of those like big fours or like the corporate companies they get paid a lot more than their southeast asian counterparts okay are you talking about like american expats european expats european expats american expats australian expats okay who just graduated Yeah, are there a lot of 22 year olds from the u.s and like europe moving to singapore yeah okay You'll be surprised, not within tech for sure, but within like banking, the banking sector for sure. But tech, i found a lot of people in tech, they usually have to be like manager level to be able to like work on assignment. So that was one thing. And then the other part is like a lot of the locals who are rooted deeply in Singapore. They, you know, do like Sunday dinners or like Sunday breakfasts with their parents. And basically you're marrying their entire family. I met one guy at a Web3 event. Remember when we were going to create a DAO, right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Glad it led to a date. Yeah. (laughs) No, so terrible. So I met this one guy who was also like creating a Web3 startup. We met at a meetup for Web3 founders, et cetera. And I remember just going there, like looking to network, but it was, the crowd was just really interesting. Not my crowd, a lot of like VC people a lot of people who are just like poaching more trying to hire and like recruit and then there's like one guy sitting on a couch just like having his own beer like kind of quiet I don't know why I tend to like veer towards like more quieter like self-confident men me too me too right like I think it's so sexy like he's like I don't feel the need to talk to everyone like I can sit here and enjoy my beer I like still guys yeah yes right I'm like why are they so attractive so I like I noticed him look at me and I was like oh like Okay, like, I think that's an invite to say hi. So I went over and then we just started chatting about like what we were working on, whatever. Really great guy from first glance. He's like from Hong Kong. But there's definitely like kind of a language barrier. He His English wasn't that great and he spoke Canto, whereas like I spoke English and Mandarin. But yeah, well, like we texted here and there and we never really went on a date. But it was, I think I I, w- I came back from like Bali or some sort of trip and he asked me to go get dinner. And so had dinner, went on a couple of dates, It just ultimately didn't work out because of like the differences. Like I felt like we were from two really different worlds. And I just felt like he wasn't like intellectually stimulating after a while. But he was a good guy. He's a good guy, maybe in a different world. Like if I had been born in Hong Kong or like we were just very different people, I think it could have worked out. What was different? What do you mean you guys were from different worlds? It's just like the interests were really different. Like I like working out and I like he likes travel and I like travel, which is fine. But the things that we, like, I wanted to talk about, like books I was reading or pop culture references or like relatable life experiences. Like he just didn't get a lot of those like cultural nuances and certain things like that. And in the end, it kind of almost felt like he was like accompanying me. Like I just felt like he was just there. Like he was just there to take me on dates and dinners and it would be quiet sometimes. And I was like, I feel like I'm the one always asking questions or thinking of topics. And then it just got boring after a while. What do you think it should be like? A game of tennis. Okay,
0: that's good. That's a good reference. What do you mean by that?
1: Tennis is fun. Tennis is super fun. You know, you like make them run, you like serve, it's keep each other on their toes. I feel like it's give and take, right? Like sometimes or ping pong, maybe, I don't know. (laughs) Just the fact that like, it's, engaging like you can't not look away for a bit like i feel like i would like him to also offer his perspective and his views and like deliver value to like whatever relationship we're building and vice versa
0: were you just not interested in like
1: the things that he was
0: interested in like was he not bringing any like he's building a web3 startup is what else is he interested in because i'm assuming that what you're implying is like you're kind of playing tennis against the wall right Or like he's just mirroring it, like kind of you're just getting it back, whatever it is. And he's not really playing with you. And I'm just trying to understand like what that means. Like what do you expect someone to do? Like is it that they work on their own projects
1: that you're also like,
0: you're not going to find someone who's interested in the exact same things as you.
1: Yeah, I think it's more of like conversation wise. Like we could talk about Web3 things a lot, but even though like, we were in Web3, like I'm not super passionate about it, right? Like it's not my whole life. Whereas like for him, like I think Web3 was his whole life and he could go on and on and on and on about it. But there's like so many different types of topics we could talk about. And I felt like he just didn't want to talk about it. Or like when I mentioned something, like he would just be kind of quiet and not offer any like insight or his perspective. And I felt like eventually towards the end, I was like, why is it so hard to keep like a very deep insightful question also he didn't go deep he wasn't vulnerable like he didn't want to talk about certain things and i was just like i feel like i'm talking to a wall and i want my partner and i to be like super like we can talk about anything and like we can be vulnerable and like though sometimes some topics might be emotional like i think i want to be able to have that am i asking for too much ivy like
0: no you want someone to be excited about the things that you're excited about and when someone shows excitement they are curious they want to ask you more about it they relate it to the things that they care about. I think that's just a very human thing. You want that in your friends too, right? Like you don't just want someone to listen to you or like the dynamic. That was kind of like dynamic with my ex too, where I feel like he was interested in a few things that he can talk about, but anything I'm interested in, he was kind of like, oh yeah, like you can do whatever. But then like he wouldn't, there would be no response
1: really from his end. So I can see
0: that. It's
1: like this thing I I read somewhere. It was like, I want someone where I'm like, I'm going on a penguin expedition. So either you come with me on this expedition or you at least support it and try to understand it. But how do
0: you support and understand it? Like it was he not supportive? Like he wasn't like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Like he wasn't putting you down. He was just kind of like, okay, you're into it. I'm not. I'm just going to listen to you. Like,
1: isn't that really just
0: being supportive? But couldn't
1: anyone else do that for me? Like my friends as well? Like I feel like I would want him to, like, ask questions, to be, like, curious about it, to understand, like, why I'm passionate about, like, this penguin expedition. Because I think, similarly, like, that's how I would treat my partner. I'm like, if you're building a company around, like, steel, though I don't know anything about steel, I would still be, like, interested in, like, what you're building because I care. And I might not be super passionate about it, but I care about you. And so I'll care about your business and your family and your dog. It kind of goes on beyond that, right? Okay. I see. Okay. Next. (laughs) Next, I will say I had my fair share of like flings here and there, like, you know, things that were like just for fun and kind of exploring the world beyond like Asian Americans. So, again, the guy from Hong Kong. And then I had dated someone who was Singaporean Australian. And this was a really bad move (laughs) because he was just a total like F boy. Like, he's really good with his words. Opposite of man one. Yeah. Like, he was opposite of the quiet guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was really loud, rambunctious, but he was very straightforward. Like he, and I like straightforward men as well. Someone who could be like, I like you, like, this is what we're going to do. Like he did the whole like shebang, like, like alpha. Alpha. Yes. Yes. And I think for someone who's super type A sometimes, and like, I like a guy who can kind of just take control and like run with things, but he did the whole shebang. Like he like picked me up, he would take me on like nice dinners. We went to like Lady M, like, the cake place. And he would just be really attentive and like pick up on things that I liked and like certain foods or places and he would cater to those. It's usually just <laughs> signs of an experienced dater. <laughs> yeah. And I think one of the red flags was I was like, he did a lot of like sweet talking in the beginning. And I was like, oh, I was like, you probably do this to like every other girl. And so I thought nothing of it until we went on a hiking trip with his friends. And I met this other girl, and. The more I talked to her, the more like similarities. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, oh, you went there too. And like, oh, you know, you had this dinner with this guy as well there. Because we were having our own side conversations. And then I later found out that he had also just like dated her as well. And then towards the end when everyone was leaving, I noticed that like those two were leaving together and she had a duffel bag with her. And I was like, this is strange. I was like, why do you have a duffel bag? And I think they're probably like, gonna like sleep together in a hotel or things like that so i was like wait he like brought two girls that he was
0: simultaneously dating onto one group hiking trip yes yes but the group trip was big
1: there's like 10 of us okay but still who was he intimate with i think he was intimate with her and me at the same time and maybe like i don't know if there's like other people that is so weird yeah and so i was just like what And then after that, I was like, I don't know what game you're trying to play right now. But I'm like, I don't want any part in it. And so I just ended things with him. Because I think he was also trying to suss out. Like, I think he was there for a good time, not a long time. And I was like, I don't want to be one of your side chicks. I was like, I need like an actual like partner. Right. Okay. Don't be fooled by like men with good words. All right. So
0: you've dated these people in Singapore of these two. Like, can you kind of like generalize? I mean, the pros and cons of dating someone who's an expat is like, hey, like, you're going to be gone soon. And like, I either have to like move and we have to like basically figure out how we're going to do this together, even though you have your own life plans. Or in Singapore, like, you're kind of like rooted there and you didn't plan on being rooted there. But I feel like that's kind of the same, right? Where it's like, once you find a partner, you have to figure out how to mesh life plans together. And is that something like you want to do that? Or like, do you already have your own and you just want someone to just have the same life plan as you?
1: So where I am currently right now is I am happy to like root down, actually get a lease, right? Like or an apartment, stay there for a year or so. But only in San Francisco. You don't want to go back to Singapore and get a Singapore man. I was thinking San Francisco or Taiwan actually. But I think the men that I like are probably going to be in California. Why? What do you like? Just... Cultural similarities, like being Asian American, having friends or community in California that we could always go back to in case we were to move back to Asia. Pop culture references, just like a sense of familiarity that I couldn't get when I was dating men from overseas it takes a lot of work. I understand that, but I'm like, that's something I'm kind of just like, I'm not willing to like put in the work and compromise right now. So that's why I was like, I'm just going to go to California. But the idea, like my, okay, this is like my dream board, my vision. I have a place somewhere where I'm rooted at least for a year, like in San Francisco or Taiwan. And once a year I go on a big trip, one to two months travel somewhere that like releases this like, Wander less energy, and I travel like every other month on like short trips and whatnot. But I actually have like a home. I think I'm craving that right now, and I think that's where I'm moving towards, and that's why I'm going back to San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, then you'll find someone that like matches that lifestyle, right? But you know,
0: we have a lot of women in our community, Asian wander women, who are dating people who of cross cultures, right? So not just like you know, Asian American dating an American, like a white American, is. Pretty normal. I think lots of people do that. But I also know of like Asian-Americans who are dating like German guys or like Austrians, Australians. Australians, pretty similar, but across the board. I even know some of my like Chinese-Canadian friends who are dating like Chinese-Chinese people, right? Like, what do you think? This is just us making a prediction, but like what do you think draws them to be able to compromise? And like, is it just because they met them when they were much younger than we are now? And now we're like, no, we have our own life path. And like, if you don't fit, then that's too bad. How come other people are able to find love across cultures?
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it's either like through a shared experience. Because like a lot of my friends who found their match or like on a retreat or they were traveling together. Like they were solo traveling, found their partner. So it's like either a shared experience. Oh yeah. A lot of people find their them
0: traveling in like another third culture. Like an American with a German guy
1: who met in like Thailand or something I see a lot of those yeah right and also like timing like I feel like timing is so important like sometimes it's just all about timing like if you're not in the right state of mind or you haven't done inner work like sometimes you just even though you have met the right person it might not like work out so I think timing and then third is again like it takes two hands to clap like two people need to be as like open-minded and like willing to put in the work to go against all odds
0: yeah but as Miley Cyrus said, we can hold our own hands, you know? Uh, yes. I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
1: In terms of like partnership, like I think two people have to be very whole to like form this like partnership. I'm not not open to it. I'm open to like all cultures and all like whatever. But I think right now my preference would just be like someone who can go between like the East and the West. So like Canadian, uh, Asian, Asian American, Australian, you know, just something that's like a blend. But I think California is the best place to do it. Yeah, because you're
0: Californian Asian American, you know? So you're looking for someone that's kind of the same. I mean, those are the people that you dated here, right? Like those are the people that I dated here. That's the person that I'm married to. American slash Asian Canadian, yeah. How do you meet people abroad? Have you actually dated outside of California and Singapore, which are the places that you've like kind of rooted? Have you been on dates in Taiwan? What has happened recently?
1: I have not. Girl, interestingly enough, in Taiwan, so not to reveal too much, but I also found out that dating pool is really small in Taiwan, too.
0: I mean, expat dating pool is small everywhere, unless you're dating someone like full Taiwanese, right?
1: Yeah, but I found out that like, a lot of my friends have dated the same people in Taiwan as well. A little bit too close to comfort. Like, I feel like, especially through, like, if you're in an expat circle in Asia, you know people who know other people, and it just, the world got really small. So yeah, that was interesting. But no, I have not dated in Taiwan. I just, I feel like I'm only here for like a month or so. So I didn't take the effort to like date here. And I'm like just waiting. Like I am talking to people. In San Francisco, right? You asked me whether I knew someone. (laughs) I know. But I use Hinge and Coffee Meets Bagel. I prefer Hinge right now because I like the UI. And like the quality of men there are like pretty good. So I'm talking to a few. When I go back to San Francisco, I'm going on a couple of dates before Coachella.
0: Have you found, like, dating easier or harder now that you're, like, closer to 30 versus when you were, like, 26, let's just say, entering your late 20s?
1: Okay, this is hard. Okay, I think when I was younger, I didn't care, like, who I was dating, honestly. I was like, oh, as long as he's cute and, like, tall, like, guess, let's just go for it. But now I'm, like, filtering more aggressively. <laughs> so, like, you're like, who's ready to get married? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that. Because I, I still feel like I need to date someone for like two to three years before assessing like marriage and like living with them, traveling with them. But I filter more aggressively. Like I'm like, if you don't know what you want in your relationship, then I'm not dating you. Like there's a lot of guys who will match with me, and they're like, oh, I don't know what my dating goals are, or like, oh, I'm looking for a short-term relationship. I'm like, no, next. Like I'm not dealing with this BS. Like I'm very fast, and there's just like certain things too. Like there's one guy that I actually think is really great, but he is also running his own startup. And so, I like, I know the byproducts of running your own startup, right? Like, he'll be super busy. Like, he'll probably bring, like, work stress to home. So, anyways, I'm just weighing, like, what the pros and cons of, like, these personas of the men that I will eventually have my life with. Yeah. It definitely is a lot harder
0: now, I would assume, because the more that, like, you're into yourself and the more that you know what you want, the more, like, you're not open to people that live outside of that. Well, before there were more opportunities and like, because there was more time for you to grow together. And now I feel like we're on like this timeline, you know? But I would just say that I wish that I could like enjoy a lot of this stuff. I think it's a great opportunity to meet new people, interesting people. That was at least at the end of like me dating when I was 24. (laughs) And it all just happened so fast. And like, I don't think you just date for two to three years. Like Owen and I got engaged a year and four months. He bought a ring like a year in. He asked me whether I was ready to get married like eight months in, you know? And I was like, what? I'm like 25. I'm like, I thought I was like, I felt really young. But my friends like to remind me that I'm just young and married and like old and married and boring. Which we could talk about in the next episode. But what I'm just saying is like, I, why not have fun? As long as you have the energy to do it, right? Like, why not date because you're single? And men don't think that. I i read when I was 23 that most women date older. And so men just naturally have like three to five more years to like have fun and like go out and be with friends than a lot of women do. And I just thought that was so unfair. In fact, in China now, there's like a lot of TV shows show like 25-year-old guys liking 35-year-old women. Oh, Wow. Yeah, like the dating is like this new fad of like slightly older, like not not so, like 10 is like an extremity in the thing, in, in like TV, but generally like four to seven kind of years, like a decent amount, not just like two years, is like really popular right now because I think a lot of young guys, it's like at least hype that like young guys will like more mature kind of women. Have you thought about dating younger guys? Because I, I swear that's like very interesting to me. I'm like, oh,
1: 25-year-old guys. <laughs> Okay. So I have considered that. And most recently I was at a nail salon, right? And it was funny because like this girl was on the phone talking to this, I think her friend and like, she was speaking in Mandarin and she was, she was like an older woman. I could tell like, just based on like her bag, like she had a really nice bag, like she was like done and everything, like probably corporate woman, maybe in like her mid thirties or forties. She was talking about this guy that she's dating. And so she was like, yeah. And I was just like listening in. She was like, yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, so he's like younger than I am. Like, but, and he's like, you know, has really good body. He works out. I've been seeing him for a couple of weeks, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, but he's just like, he's just there. Like, he's just like tofu. Like he just. That's like the female, the male
0: version of Hua Ping, right? Like when you call an older man with a younger woman, she's just a flower vase. Versus, you know what? It wouldn't be too bad to have a male version of that in your life, you know? It's like, because if you have everything you already want, right? You're like, you know, I got my life figured out. I'm making my money. I'm healthy. I work out. You have your life together. And I know that you were talking about the Hong Kong guy who was just there and you're like not interactive. But then at least you can fulfill your like, I don't know, fantasy of like
1: a hot body. Like, why not? So <laughs> No, but the thing is for me, like, I feel like I I'm more intentional now now that I'm older because I did have my fun. Like to be honest, I had my my share of fun. Like I dated around in my early 20s. And so I think that's why like my mindset now is like I don't just want to be next to like a warm body. Like I want someone who's like funny and whole like insightful. Body. Yeah, whole, yeah, like a whole body. So I guess like that's like my mentality. Though like I like I did have fun. I like dated a lot in my 20s. But now it's more of like I just want to find someone who can take care of me and like i can lean on from time to time like i miss that Yeah, that's what a relationship is
0: leaning on each other right yeah yeah
1: Yeah. but i think you know if women want to date younger they should and they should have fun like i do agree with your your thoughts on that like who's to say like only men can do it like women should too right we should have fun too i hope to
0: help you find your man in san francisco
1: (laughs) Are you going to help? I oh, don't know. My sister was saying, she's like, she, my sister was like, once you turn 30, she's like, it's go time from there. She's like, I'm going to start like, really just like marketing you. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> have you put yourself up on what's it called? Subtellation no. dating? Sad? No, I don't. No, I, I don't. Yeah. I think online dating. A lot of like young men on you there. Like, A lot of <laughs> early 20s. I have, I have like two friends in San Francisco. They're like, oh, when you get back, I'm going to introduce you to people. I have to think about who I know that's single. It's not a lot of
0: people who are single anymore. No, there's definitely a lot. Like The dating apps are full of people who are around 30. Like I dated someone who was around 30 when I was like 23. So, so. Oh, yeah. I, I found like older, definitely attractive. And now I'm like, no, I think younger is attractive now. <laughs> uh,
1: one thing I want to say though, I've noticed this trend on like on dating apps. A lot of the men that I'm seeing now, they're like in their 30s to 35, 30 to 37. A lot of them are like, pretty well established, like had their careers together and they're like looking to like settle down. So I feel like I'm like nearing that part of their life, which is again, around timing, right? Like now yeah, they're yeah. like, they had their fun and now it's like ready to settle down. So I'm just trying to find someone on the same timeline that can like feed me, take care of me and like, we have a good life together. I don't think it's that hard. Why is it so hard? <laughs> well, then sounds like you're just trying to like
0: take, but I know that like what you mean is like you want, like you said that you would lean into their interests too. Right. Like you're just such an exciting person that to have in like anyone's life, I think. Like you would bring so much energy to your partner. Yeah. But like, is there anything to like wrap this up? Is there anything that you would have done differently
1: in the last, I guess, 10 years in your 20s? I wish I had been more open to like opportunities when I was younger. I wish like I had gone on recommendations of friends of like dates or like gone to more outings or gone to more like social things when I was younger to potentially open up those doors for the future. I feel like I didn't do that as much. And what
0: did you do? Like, do you just didn't go or like you were like kind of closed off. You didn't want to date those people.
1: I think I was closed off. I didn't want to go. And I just like stuck within my like small circles in San Francisco. Whereas now I'm like, you know, if I had just cast my net wider when I was like younger, maybe there's always room for like, uh, like meeting again. Right. Or Like developing, like rekindling. No, not rekindling. Like just at least like touching base, right? Like maybe someone from high school, things like that. So I guess just keeping doors open, not like shutting them. It's actually very common. Like I just had
0: one of my best friend's brothers end up marrying someone that he met when he was 16 at a summer program. I found my first boyfriend in the same summer program at a different campus. But like they didn't talk for like years. In fact, like they weren't interested in each other at all. That summer, but now they just recently got married after like re-meeting again. And then my mom is now married to some guy who liked her when they were in high school. And they like reconnect in 2014 when WeChat came around, right? So you just don't know what's going to happen. But yeah, no, I think that's really good advice. It's like, like you can't have had that intention at that time either. Then it would be a totally different relationship. So like, I don't think you should have done anything differently. And it's also never too late to start now. Like all the things that you wish you had done, you're going to say the same thing when you're like 35. You're like, oh, I was actually super young when I was 29. I should have played around more. I should have dated, went on more dates. I should have like explored all my options. I should have been more open to people of different cultures. I should, you know, like what would 35 year old you tell you right now?
1: Yeah, no, that's good advice. So yeah, I mean, I will move forward with that mentality and I'll keep you posted on like what happens in San Francisco. Well you'll be there, so I'll tell you. Okay, we'll do another episode in like six months. Uh, we'll do like follow-up
0: okay. San Francisco dating with Emily. <laughs> Sounds
1: <All good>. right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks for a great episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah. I'm the baddest chick. Come I'm about my